We've already seen Peshawar Zalmi in the PSL sign him up in this upcoming PSL, as well as he now replaces Mark Wood in the Lucknow Super Giants uh, after ECB pulls out Mark Wood due to his workload management. But Shamar Joseph replaces Mark Wood. I think it's a great replacement for you know LSG and really happy for Shamar Joseph, obviously, to, to see all this success come his way. Hey there, cricket lovers. Welcome back to another episode here on the Reverse Scoop channel. And today we've got an action pack update video for you. First, we're going to go over Shamar Joseph's IPL deal. Then we're going to talk about the Australia's series victory over West Indies in that second T20 international. We're also going to talk about the Australia under 19 win, their fourth title against India, winning by 79 runs. And again, I have my buddy Mark joining me to do this action pack video update. Mark, happy Sunday, brother. Thank you for joining me. Are you ready to do this action pack video? Good afternoon, Nabil. Thanks for having me back on the show. Yes, sir. Action pack cricket week in international cricket, so let's get into the nitty gritty now. Yeah, man, I want to start off, Mark, first with Shamar Joseph IPL deal, right? We talked about it in our prior videos as well. You know, he's gonna be a guy for from the other franchises, right? Because of the value he brings right now, and he may be a, a low buy, kind of a high upside type of a player. We've already seen Peshawar Zalmi in the PSL sign him up in this upcoming PSL, as well as he now replaces Mark Wood in the Lucknow Super Giants uh, after ECB pulls out Mark Wood due to his workload management. But Shamar Joseph replaces Mark Wood. I think it's a great replacement for, you know, LSG and really happy for Shamar Joseph, obviously, to to see all this success come his way. Some words, man, obviously, for Shamar Joseph and, and your thoughts on him getting this IPL deal. Very happy for um, Shamar Joseph I'm getting that call up to Lucknow Super Giants. It's 360 Two hundred thousand for two, two months. Hope he live up to the expectations. T Twenty cricket. He hasn't really played too much of T Twenty with the momentum from the Test cricket match halls and superstar bowling. Let's hope he can come, go to India and produce the goods in the IPL because you know it's a tough kid in the IPL. You need to stay fit and stay focused. I wish him all the best. It's a good thing at least he actually stable now and could take care of his young family. Let's do some comparisons, Mark. A guy like obviously Mitchell Stark, who's on top of his game, the most premier fast bowler in the world cricket went for 24.5 crores i think i was like seven million or eight million dollars compared to what shamar joseph is getting right to, to kind of just on the entry see the disparity there right it would be a no-brainer for any franchise to spend 100 grand 200 grand to bring in a guy like shamar joseph into their team who could potentially help them win the entire thing stop been around a long time as a world-class bowler joseph is just making his way i mean first full season as a professional cricketer maybe next season he will go for the same or even more depends on how he produce in, in this 24 IPL you know so let's take it with a grain of salt and then see his progress because sometimes times if you notice in the IPL high value players never really produce you know so you don't want to put too much of pressure on him when come with a big picture you know, exactly and then you, you really can't live up to the expectations so I think it's it will work out fine for him as well. I think the head he has going against him, right? He's only played two T20 games in his entire career, and he hasn't taken a wicket yet in T20. So he's he's raw, totally raw in T20 cricket. Recently, Sammy Darren Sammy came right about a week or so ago, gave a comment right that that Shamar has created a headache for the T20 World Cup selection because he's they're thinking about bringing him on, right? So. It's a good headache for West Indies to have. And I think this IPL more so will be for Shamar Joseph to prove that he's a T20 bowler as well and put his hands up for that T20 World Cup selection. So do you think that's how 
West Indies is also looking at it and, you know, see his performances in PSL, IPL, and see if it makes sense to bring him on? Yes, I think it's a good way to look at it. And hopefully with this experience in the PSL and IPL, gaining some experience, some on the field experience, I think he could only learn from the West Indies current bowlers, main bowlers, so expensive and going for 12, 14 runs per over consistently in, in T20 cricket. It would be a good look. It would be a good injection into the team. You know, hopefully he could shake up other players as well to be on their A game as well and step up their game. With his pace, his sheer pace, it brings a little different dimension. But we all know in T20 cricket, the faster you 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 bowl, the faster you could go to the boundary as well. Let's see what happens. He has good skill sets so far. And I'm confident that he would do well. It's going to just be a lot of pressure on him and high expectations for him. Let, let's be easy on him as well because sometimes you, you just can't put too much of a pressure on a young cricketer and a new cricketer. So let, let's hope he handles it well. We recently obviously saw the, the T20 match yesterday, right, Mark, against Australia and West Indies and the series we've lost, um, right? So I'm going to transition into that because I want to obviously talk about the West Indian bowlers. And Shamar, yeah, as much as he hasn't played T20 cricket, it seems like the team already really needs it because of the kind of bowling right now we've seen from the West Indies. And it was painful to watch, you know? And, and you've mentioned in your last video as well, a guy like Andre Russell, his problems always been the economy rate. So Andre Russell, 59 runs in four overs at 14.75 clip, got a beating, you know, and so, so did the other West Indian bowlers. You know, just one bowler, actually, Elzari Joseph, respectable, four overs, 31 for one. And the rest of the guys just 10 plus all of them. So this bowling needs to uplift. And can Shamar Joseph be that guy to uplift this bowling? Attack? Yes, he would be the guy to really put some spark into the bowling attack. You know, new energy. You understand? Sometimes when you have a new player, you just bring out the best in that, in that player as well. As I stated in the past, if you're a main bowler on the team, nothing wrong with you having a few bad matches. You know, it's cricket. We all know that happens. But consistently going for 13 and 14 runs in a T20 match, it's not really good to be to be honest with you. It doesn't, it's not picking on anybody. I mean, the stats are there for everybody to see. Shepard and Russell, as I stated before, they have to control their economy rate. A good striker for the ball in the batting department, fine. But when it comes to the, the bowling, you know, they're the main guys, bowling, selected to bowl. So you have to show some work. I'm not sure what's going on. I mean, these guys are professional. They have a coach as well. But we expect as, as professional cricketers to go back to the drawing board and try your cricket. If something isn't working, you try something else. If that doesn't work, then you have to go back to the basic. And it's just a sad story. Joseph went for 31 runs yesterday, which was which was fine. You know, he's a guy been picking up a lot of wickets in the T20. But all the other bowlers just had an off day. You know, hats off to Maxwell, funky Maxwell. He's a world-class T20 batsman. You know, he has all the shots, all the, you know, all the antics. Yesterday, he was having a great day. That was his purple patch day. Yeah. So I could understand. But from the first T20, our bowling was not up to par as well. The third T20, looking forward to third T20, I think it's just going to be a whitewash because these guys are demoralized already and it's going to be hard to come back from sort of beating. Yeah, I think so too. They're, they're going to have a tough time, but they may also could go for them because they don't have anything to lose. So they may not have a lot of pressure to kind of go out there and win. With that, they may pull off a victory in that their T20 international. But it's more about finding the combinations, right? Because T20 World Cups around the corner. Yeah, the series more so is a dress rehearsal kind of, right? For what we're going to see in the T20 World Cup. So the wins and losses I'm not really mostly worried about. I want to see, you know, a thought process behind a certain selection. I want to see 
that, that this person, they're actually testing for a particular spot. You know, we haven't kind of seen that. We've seen a lot of confused type of a selection. Not sure if it's due to the change in coaching staff from test cricket into the T20 cricket white ball formats or what really happened because they were coming off of a nice test win and they should have been able to transform that confidence into the T20 series. But we didn't see that happening. So do you think that's because of the switch in coaching setup or the players itself that that had a change within the squads? No, I, I really don't think so. It's players just got to apply themselves and play like professionals, you know, do their best. You study opposition, combat the opposition, you know, and tr try to produce. I mean, they're all good players. The difference at this level of cricket is not skill sets. It's mental. It's the mental strength, you know, and, and playing and bowling and batting under pressure. That's really, that sets everybody apart. Everybody can play. If you look at these guys, pong for pong, we're just as good as anybody in the world. But, you know, it's execution under pressure. That's really, that sets you apart. Sherilyn, as we all know, they're built to handle the pressure and do their best under that situation. And we, we've seen them with just winning titles after titles, which shows how strong their system is. Since Imran Khan, right in the 80s, he always used to praise the Australian domestic. He always used to say that we need to bring a cricket system like that in Pakistan or anywhere in the countries of if anybody wants to copy a system, it should be the Australian system because of how they make their players to be so mentally tough and so mentally strong in tougher situations. And, and we obviously see with all the titles that they've been winning. And, you know, hats off to the system itself that the Aussies have created to just churn out these players. Yeah, Australia has a good setup. You know, over a long time, you know, they were looking for the future. Since in the 70s, they're all spanning ahead. You know, that's why they were able to keep up this world cricket. You know, look at how many championships they have won over the past 40 years. And the players are, are very good too, because when you have people vying for spots and the competition is rough or tough, you know, it brings out the best in players. I don't want to get job, so I'm going to try be doing all my best all the time. Look at Hussey when Hussey came into the system, right? Ponting was on top for a long time, you, you know, before that Dean Jones. Hats off to Australia. We have to look at them and implement their system. But again, our players have to be committed. The, the mind-boggling thing for me going into the T20 World Cup is our bowling. I'm not really worried about the batting because the batting can fire. The bowling, if, if every team is going to score over 200 plus off you, the batsmen are already under pressure. I would love to see a leg spinner, a back-of-the-arm leg spinner in, in the setup. I know we have Akhil Hussein who bowls his left arm. If you look at world cricket, any team with a right-arm leg spinner seems to be progressing. And the, that's the aggressive or attacking option that seems to get a lot of wickets in T20 cricket. You know, India has called deep, but he's a Chinaman. We have to try, look at these successful teams and take a page out of their book. Totally agree, man. You know, South Africa has Tabray Shamsi, who's their, you know, main wicked guy, spins the ball both ways, left arm. And recently on socials again, Mark, you brought up, you shared a video of a, of a young leg spinner, you know, I think in the Guyana setup, Guyana cricket setup, I believe his name was Totoram Dishun, right? I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, so yes, I want to give a shout out to that kid. You know, I don't want you to talk a little bit about him because I know you brought this up for a reason, right? That we need a leg spinner within the setup. And he's a he's a left arm leg spinner, similar to Tabray Shams. And he's got all the types of variation. A little words on that kid, because obviously we want to highlight the good talents that we see in front of us. So hoping that, you know, we can get him noticed a little. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a guy who always think out the box. I like fairy tale story. I'm the kind of person that look and see somebody. And when other people don't believe in them, I believe in them and should, and should I believe and get get success out of them. This kid takes the most five for hauling in Ghana domestic cricket. He's a former Ghana 
under 19 China man bowler very good variation one of my friends uh, I saw on his page in bowling so I said guy could you get me something because if you look around the Caribbean we don't have a China man bowler we have left arm spin and right arm good but we don't have a China man and that's a perfect bowler to bring him in any setup he has a background he represents his country already so there's no reason for you to not give him a chance I, I think somebody out of the blue pick him give him a chance even a T20, T20 game have him around the team something you never know what could come out of him and he's a young man 24 I think when I see him bowl it's like goosebumps on my face I say wow how this guy's not in the setup you know even CCC or the West Indies Academy somebody please do something because that's a, that's a talent how many times Fidel Edwards how did Fidel Edwards made West in this team just bowling to Lara in the Nets how many players in Pakistan made Pakistan team bowling to Javid Mian in the Nets right I was in Afghan came to practice and saw them bowling and, and they including the, the squad Atta Rahman you remember Atta Rahman yeah, yeah how did he get an yeah. impact so as I said we have to think out the box right we have to give people chances you know sometimes we have to forget about the politics the economic background all these social things and just give a player play and you never know and I think this kid if he gets noticed a little bit more I think he has a bright future definitely hoping that this kid can get a look in with this bowling attack that we're seeing we know the World Cup T20 World Cup in the West Indies and in the USA they feature tracks that are going to be supported spinners so we may see two or three spinners being played in this world cup right so keel hussein for west indies we have budakesh moti and you know hayden walsh and perhaps this guy if they can bring into the fold to get those four spinners and and just kind of figure out who your top options are yeah the, the pitches in america i think they're going to be slow they're not going to really offer too much of pace and bounce spinners would, would come into their own even Seth is a, is a day one trap the pitches the, the spinners should be able to come into their own the thing is that Sometimes the unknown. Everybody is analyzed on video or TV. You have the analyst. Every team has the analyst working, right? And if you get somebody out of the blue, the time the, the batsman get used to him, accustomed to him, he already gone four, six, seven wickets, thirteen wickets in the tournament. You, we just gotta take out of the box sometimes. And I'm not saying just pick a guy because pick a guy, but he has a background, a foundation, so you can work on. Hopefully, this kid gets a chance. We've talked about Maxwell, 120, winning that game solely on his own, licking the bowlers all over. And from West Indies, we saw the captain put up a valiant fight 63 off 36 balls looked in good touch some words for robin powell man because he looks to be in good touch yes well played by the captain robin powell the clinical innings you know just that he didn't really kind of get the team over over the hill and get to get us the win the powerful strike of the ball you know have good head on his shoulders nothing really surprised me with Rothman because he works hard behind the scenes very good individual as well our problem issue as i said previously is consistency. You know, you want it, you, you want your star players to be always there, there, bro. Not one big score, then three low scores or whatever. You could make a 60, a 50, you make a 30, a 40. You know, consistency is the key to success. And if you look at all these other teams that wins trophies, the star players are the main players, the people who you look up to, always in the runs. When they fail, they make a 30. Our players do just make a 60 or 70. They're nothing from 3-4 in it. I think they need to find a few more stars as well as, you know, these guys need to step up, up the game because we see them in T20 leagues all over the world being the top players in those teams and performing well. But when it comes to West Indies cricket or playing for their countries, you know, that consistency goes missing. So I don't know if that's because of, in their mind, they prioritize those leagues more than this international cricket or what it is. I feel like something that a shift in a mindset or something that causes them to, to lose out on that consistency. 
when they play international cricket compared to like normal leagues? I don't really think so. When you're playing for the West Indies, it's added pressure. You know, once you put on that baggy maroon cap or that uniform, it's it's added pressure. It's 20 leagues, okay, you might have two or three internationals in the team. When you're playing against a country like Australia, you have national players. Sometimes in those leagues, you might get a couple of bowlers that you can capitalize and go and target. But when you're playing for your country now, not too many times you're going to get three or four bowlers in, a, in an innings giving a bat spell, putting in a bat spell. It's a step up level what, and the added pressure playing for your country as well. I know that all men mean well to do, to do the well for, for West Indies. Once they could get that, strike that balance of consistency, you know, we would be all right. We always have the unpredictable factor. So maybe it's a good thing that we are losing now. So in the future, we could come back strong and, and know the right combination. I personally feel they're a top contender to win this this T20 World Cup coming up. A predictability factor is a big thing, you know, where, and they're playing in their home condition. So those things, I think for me, they click in the right time and they're just going to clean house. For the third T20 International, do, are we seeing any changes come in, do you think? Or, you know, they go with the same lineup. I know there's probably a couple of guys on the bench that they may give a go to. Maybe give Moti a game. I think that would be the only uh, change really and, and just play the other guys because you really want to see your best combination still. Maybe give this guys a chance to see their, their words and then you evaluate after the three match series and then you, you see like a squad you know Charles didn't do too bad so far that's a plus there at the top um, King made a half century the first match didn't do well the second that's where you evaluate Shea Hope would always be in the team because he would get skips as well he's a good batter Rutherford didn't really show any give, it, give us any runs um, yet for this series so I think they would just maybe play that same team maybe just switch the ball in the wrong a little bit I just think they're playing players out of position I mean, I think they have a bunch of talent in that, that squad, right? It's a powerful squad, but it's just misuse of players and out of positioning. And so that's where I think they're going wrong. A guy like Shea Hope, I think in T20 cricket should be open. He's not a middle order bat, right? He should be opening at the top of the order with maybe a guy like Puran, right? And and get other guys involved. Get Russell up the order at three or four. Get, you know, another hitters, you know, to be in the top six. So I think they need to think outside the box, as you mentioned. Think about something else, because right now nothing is clicking. Yeah, if you have if you have Ravman Powell, Andrew Russell, Romario Shepard, all three powerful strikers, you could keep Shepard in the back, maybe at seven. Russia could bat at five. You know, I love to see Powell at six instead of four or five. Ravman Powell, I think he's suited from number six. I hope get this third T20 international. So good luck to West Indies. Good luck to Australia. And now a little bit, Mark, we're going to talk about the Australia's Under 19 World Cup win. Congratulations to Australia on their fourth Under 19 World Cup title, beating India by seven. 79 runs. Wow, man, another title. I think within the last couple of years, they've gotten the World Test Championship. They've gotten the Women's World Cup title. They've gotten the Men's World Cup title. And now they've gotten the Under-19 World Cup title. Just a clean sweep across the board, man, for, for the ICC trophies for Australia. Yeah, they, they know how to win tournaments and championships. They have good work ethic, you know, have a good system, academy system, first class system in place. It don't really surprise me when Australia win a, a clean sweep. Players obviously coming through their batting, you know, scoring 253 runs on a tough pitch, and India, you know, being bowled out 474, 43.5 overs. And it was like a deja vu of the 2023 Men's T20 World Cup. India was looking the best side all throughout, and Australia just finds the right balance at the right time and peak at the right time and, and take the World Cup home. You know, a lot of these guys have been playing cricket from 15, 16, 17 together. It's group cricket. They're fighting for, for positions in the team. And you know, you have a good youth World Cup, a good performance for Australia. Your team, you could prepare yourself into the national state setup easily, very easily, you know, and into the academy system in Australia. These guys know their worth. Some of them want to be professional cricketers. So they're young, vibrant, have a lot of energy. They understand the game at such a young age. 
So that's why you see they, they look a step above most of our players. If, if you look at, uh, look at a few matches, they read the game well, they, they, they play well, you know, in partnerships, you know, and so that's something that we can take a page out of their book and in the Caribbean as well. But Australia, there's not too, too many negatives you could say about Australia, cricket in general. Senior team, youth team, ladies team, hats off to them. Okay, man, and some players to, you know, notice, take notice on that. I think we're going to be seeing in the future from Australia, one guy, Oliver Peak, seems to be a guy who has a good head on his shoulders, can handle pressure, you know, Harja Singh. So the player of the series for the under-19 team, 20 World Cup, uh, Queena Mafaka. Queena yeah. Mafaka was the guy, and uh, yeah, I think some another guy to look forward. To. Yeah, but for in the team, this guy Mushikan seems to be a very good cricketer as well. I like um, the spin bowler Tiwari. Tiwari. Yeah, and they have some good players as well. I mean, take nothing yeah, away yeah. from from them. Just peeking at the right time. Like well played India too. They, they played very well in the tournament. They the runners up. You know, but hats off to Australia. Teams like South Africa, New Zealand, England, these teams always do well most of the year around, but they end up losing big games, right? And teams like Pakistan and West Indies, who may not, you know, win all the time, but they can come and win a World Cup just because they're World Cup side, right? Both those type of teams because of the unpredictability factor and they can just kind of topple you over. And those are the teams that win championships more so than a team like, you know, South Africa or New Zealand or even in India. It seems like it's heading in that same direction. Ian Bishop also Pakistan match against Australia in the semifinal was singing praises of a young Pakistan fastballer, 15 years old, Ali Raza, who seems to be extremely quick for his age, got the bounds, has the height. Ian Bishop was essentially saying that this kid is worth its weight in gold, you know, with the kind of mechanics that he saw from him. One kid again, I wanted to shout out and, 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 you know, kind of give a watch out for because I think this kid's probably going to be a future cricket star for Pakistan cricket that we're going to see in the in the years to come. Yeah, hopefully he could stay fit and injury-free. Young fast bowlers sometimes, you know, pick up these stress factors and stuff, but hopefully he could stay fit, have good guidance and good management around him. He looks like a natural talent as well. Okay, man, and I think that's all we have for this video. Guys, let us know in the comments what you guys think. Can West Indies avoid this whitewash? Drop your thoughts in the comments. And we obviously want to avoid this whitewash and West Indies to win this 30-20. And guys, thank you for staying tuned. You know, don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon for more updates. And if you haven't checked out our top 10 West Indies Fast Bowlers video, I'll link it in the end screen. Make sure to check it out and stay tuned for more content from Mark and I on the T20. 20 World Cup coming up, as well as we're going to be doing other historical videos on top 10 West Indies batters, as well as top 10 overall West Indies players of all time and the impact that they've had. So stay tuned for those. And again, if you haven't checked out Mark's, you know, his Facebook page, I'll link it in the description. Make sure to check us out and also give us a follow on the reverse private group and on Twitter for daily updates. Again, Mark, thank you so much, brother, for joining me. It was a wonderful conversation. We'll do it next time, man. And Nabil Khan and Mark Audien from the Reverse Scoop signing off. Have a great night, everybody. Take care.